get the CEO or the highest level, spread the message to the teams and give them the tools that they need to execute. Welcome back to another episode of the Innovation Roundtable Insights Podcast. That's Andreas Hegele. I'm uh, the VP of IoT in TARDES. So in a business unit that is called AIS, Analytics and IoT Solutions, and it gives you some idea already, that's basically our digital stronghold in Thales. I'm heading the IoT business. At our workshop hosted by P&G in Frankfurt, Andreas discussed with our colleague Kim the role that the digital factory plays in driving transformation at Thales towards a product-as-a-service business and the importance of digital ecosystems. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, Andreas, and thank you so much for the presentation. Super interesting, and of course, we're very happy that you're here at Innovation Roundtable. Thank you for having me. It's a great opportunity because of a fantastic lineup of speakers here. You mentioned earlier, we really started talking about the digital factory at Thales. Could you tell us a little bit more about the inner workings of the digital factory? Yeah, so the digital factory is not a completely disconnected entity. Um, with the digital factory, the, the company decided to create a setup uh, that is a good home for digital natives. So uh, we uh, chose to locate it in a, in a WeWork environment, as other startups would do, uh, to create and support the startup spirit of the whole uh, endeavor. And uh, the digital factory has four main pillars. Uh, one is the cloud, the Thales cloud is hosted in digital factory. The other one is the MVP part, create a minimal viable product in, uh, in for, for the different businesses in Thales. Then uh, it's an incubator for startups where we, where we look in the industry, where we see uh, there could be interesting combinations between our incumbent business and startups, and then we can uh, co-locate them in the digital factory. And lastly, it's a, it's a digital academy where we try to um, spread out the digital culture throughout the organization where we, we can train people, decision makers, stakeholders on everything that's digital. And how would you say is the digital factory connected to the core organization, um, especially taking into consideration, you know, when cultures and the working styles are quite different? Yes. So um, there are defined handover points. So a project needs to qualify for the digital factory. It's not that you have another engineering pool and uh, you outsource some of the development. No, it, it really has to have a, a, a disruptive approach or it needs to be a cross-functional or cross-divisional project where we say we know we have different elements in our organization that are very hard to match up in one. But by having the digital factory, we can put elements there uh, and, and create a M MVP that we put in the market. And um, there are criteria uh, to qualify, as I said. <clears throat> and one very important thing is that there is a sponsor in the business line. So there needs to be, it's not a handoff. So there needs to be somebody with a vested interest because ideas don't deliver themselves. There has to be somebody who is obsessed with it who wants to bring it to fruition and drive it through the whole thing. So that sponsor is required. And, uh, and then you can staff and resource the project in the digital factory. And then there are handover points back to the line organization. And uh, we have also chosen to apply a financial model where, say, in the beginning it's free, but then the majority of costs stays with the digital factory, but the operational business is in charge of some of that. And that percentage is growing over the time in order to create a value also internally for such type of projects. And um, in your presentation earlier, you talked about um, the digital culture. 
And you said that it is important to live and breathe digitally. And I thought that was super interesting. Um, how do you, in your role, foster and encourage this type of culture and mindset in Thales? Well, it's, it's really, uh, it's, it's your day to day. If you, uh, I, I ideally have experienced some company in the Silicon Valley because it's a different way of dealing with the employees. Now, um, you are, if you want to be successful in this digital transformation and generate a digital culture, culture, you need to be able to excite those digital talents. And they have many choices, right? It's, it's their time right now. They can go everywhere. And uh, naturally, a company like, like Google or Facebook is more attractive than, than we are or incumbent industrial players. It's actually not so obvious that uh, a company like Thales is in a digital transformation process. Uh, on the other hand side, it's a very interesting and exciting challenge for digital natives. Because if you understand how digital works, you come with a very distinct knowledge into a business that is little or not digital at the point. And you can create change. You can create a lot of impact. And uh, that is what excites a lot of the employees. And with regards to IoT, um, can you talk about the organizational changes that are needed to be there to implement and successfully run IoT? And what are your most important learnings so far? So uh, the most important learning is, is really that uh, our customers who are embarking on a digital transformation journey um, they need endorsement from the top level in the organization, CEO, president, board, uh, because it's a change management project. And if you, if you think about classically how change management is driven in an organization, it is, uh, it is not a top-down approach. It needs endorsement from the top, the willingness for change. But then how you successfully transform an organization is that, that you create small examples, successful examples, or you have them as with peers in the industry. You learn from that. You convince the people who work at the bottom of the digital transformation, and then you push it through the organization. And that is a change management process. And then it requires change agents, digital specialists, and uh, a coach. VP Digital, VP Digital Transformation, Digital Transformation Officer. And uh, then you have to break it down in pieces and you need those elements that I explained, like cloud, IT, analytics, maybe a digital factory to bring it to fruition. I think that's the best way to do it. So I'd like to ask now about um, partnerships. Um, how do you select outside partners to engage more closely on IoT-related initiatives? Um, really by, by the value pool that we are addressing. And uh, so if you, if you have identified a value pool and that can be a very specific vertical, then I would like to work with the best player in that vertical. Or if it's a horizontal technology brick, I want to work with the, with the best supplier in that industry because um, they have most of the experience. So uh, we pride ourselves in being one of the best for cellular connectivity. And indeed, if customers approach us, it's a very educational sales approach. We help them to demystify marketing messages that they get in the industry. Uh, we, we, if, we, if they're on the wrong path, we tell them better don't do it. Sometimes also by losing a business opportunity, but that is the type of partnership that, that, that I promote with my team and that I would also expect in return from our partners. So if you think about, uh, about the cellular space, um, I'd rather, if, if it's for a global approach, I'd 
partner with a mobile network operator that has a global reach. If it's for a very dedicated vertical, maybe there's a specialist mobile network operator just focused on that one. So this is how we select our partners. Um, and in relation to that, what would you say is the role of digital ecosystems uh, in today and the future uh, of the digital world? So uh, if I would need to characterize the, the digital ecosystem, then I would say it's probably the fastest changing ecosystem that I see right now. And it's very, very hard to keep pace. And uh, that automatically leads back to the partnering point because you need those specialists that understand that part of the ecosystem that is relevant because it's a very big one <laughs> and you need to pick and choose. And uh, could you maybe talk about the approaches that you have been doing, at, that you've been taking at Talis to make sure that you're keeping uh, with the pace of innovation and the changes? Well, uh, the acquisition of Gemalto, who is, uh, who is a leader in digital security, was a very bold move of the company to occupy that area. And, um, and really, it's, uh, if you think about how innovation works, you, you can either innovate yourself, and then we just talked about the digital factory and so on. But uh, if you want to be fast and you have the chance, then uh, acquiring that know-how externally is also a good possibility because typically with such an acquisition, you acquire also the digital culture that I mentioned before. You, you acquire customers, an installed base, and a lot of know-how and experience that otherwise you would need to gather by yourself. Now, in relation to the know-how and the experience, um, how do you retain and attract talent with digital skills and capabilities nowadays? <laughs> Honestly, it's, uh, that's one of the most difficult questions overall because um, like uh, digital specialists are probably the most hunted yeah. employees in the industry right now. Uh, it's a big challenge for human resource departments yeah. in terms of compensation and benefit programs. Uh, and I think um, for companies like ours, uh, you have to differentiate in a, in, a, in another way. You have to mimic the the the, the startup that are, they would choose otherwise, which is the digital factory for us in some cases, or you integrate them in the business lines. But at the end of the day, and that's my experience, it's really about the personal manager, like the the boss. Yeah. The boss makes a big difference. If the boss is inspiring the team and the people, they would follow the leader and then the monetary aspects um, are, are becoming less that relevant. And then the other aspect to that is um, the work content. If the people feel that they are working on a challenge and with a lot of things that we are doing, I would say we, we, we improve the way we live today. We reduce waste, we reduce combustion and, and that gives the people a very good feeling about working for the right company. That's also another aspect. And in your experience, what would you say characterizes successful innovation teams, uh, you know, in the shift towards becoming a more data-driven business? A really successful, a, re a real great success is uh, when you move from a product business to a product as a service business, because that's the two extremes, right? So we... We come very much from a sell and forget approach. And the moment you let the product go away and leverage the service that you have created as an as a income source, that is a, that is a fantastic reward for the team because then you know you really made it. Yeah. And in your presentation, you had set an audience poll in the, in the beginning. And um, 
So 45% said that the biggest challenge today is that their organization is not ready. Um, what would be your advice to those who think that their organization is not ready? Yeah, it ties back to the point where I say uh, digital transformation is a change management program and uh, it needs the endorsement from the top level. So, so really um, get the basic ingredients, um, get the CEO or the highest level, spread the message to the teams and give them the tools that they need to execute. Nothing is worse than just say we want to become a digital company and then there are no tools to execute uh, or implement. And uh, yeah, that is the, the, the base ingredient for a successful digital transformation, I would say. And as my last question for you, um, what do you think is the most exciting part of your job as VP of IoT? And of course, what do you think is one of the most important lessons that you've learned in your role? So the most, the most exciting for me is actually the ideas that our customers come with. I, I give you one example. Um, one of our customers is connecting trees in the rainforest in the Amazonas. So they built in cellular connectivity. And when the tree starts to move, which is a unusual state for a tree, the tree calls uh, for the police because then typically the, the tree would be cut. And uh, that is a protection against illegal logging in the Amazonas forest. So the tree basically calls the police that flies in with a helicopter. And of all, of all ideas that you can possibly have, you would not come to that one. But customers of ours bring that ideas. We enable them. And uh, when you see that it's really working and it helps to improve the environment or the way businesses are done, I think that's the most rewarding. And the mo one of the most important lessons you've learned so far in your role? Um, I always say that I have, I have this sign on my desk which says the invention of electric light didn't come from the continuous improvement of candles because we are in a very disruptive industry. So keep thinking in a disruptive way, keep challenging yourself uh, that will keep you afloat in a very fast-changing environment. Thank you so much, Andreas. It's super interesting to listen to your insights. And Thank you, Kim. Again, we are super happy that you attended Innovation Roundtable and you're doing this interview with us. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. You can find our show in most podcast apps. Subscribe for free to get the latest episodes. The video and the transcript of this podcast and all of our other exclusive interviews can be accessed via innovationroundtable.online. The Innovation Roundtable online network is your portal to a wide variety of exclusive content, including video presentations, interviews, insights reports, and articles. Not only that, innovationroundtable.online is also a place where you can connect with thousands of other corporate innovators, share experiences, request collaborations, and gain inspiration from your peers.